So you, I don't have your, I don't have your tusk. Right. You know, if I had a tusk too, that'd be cool. We'd be like, oh, we're equal. I have one too. Let me show you mine. But it, I, we don't. What did he say? Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we are so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. All right. So <laughs> you made a joke and I, I think it's funny, but yeah, we started talking about religion today, which is something that I don't ever really talk about. <laughs> and then we talked, started to, ended with like politics. Just, just skimmed the surface of politics. Oh, yeah. I it, obviously like, we'll never ever talk about that on this, but it got <laughs> obviously the, the brain thinking and, you know, obviously um, created some very good dialogue that, you know, I think you being in my life, but, you know, more religious conversations into the mix. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad, they're good, but they, it definitely gets me thinking about things too. And sure. um, so I have a question for you. What is the most valuable thing you own? Mm. Oh, dude. <laughs> the most valuable thing I own. You're talking an object, right? I mean, okay. Yeah. What's the most valuable thing you own? Is, your, is it your house? Is it your car? Is it some watch that it's locked away somewhere. What's the most valuable thing you own? I do not know the answer to that question. There's, there's dozens of things, maybe even more than that are just flashing in front of my brain. Right. Uh, man. Um, I I think it comes down to what do I want to assign value to? Is it, is it because it's worth a lot of money or is it because it's just ultra important to me? And I, so that's where I went. I defaulted to the things that are probably the, the very most important to me. So I would say that there's a few, um, actually I could probably tell you this. There's something that gets passed down in my family to the firstborn son. Sure. I inherited it. It's hundreds of years old. It's a whale tusk, a tusk from a whale. My family going back generations has history in the whaling industry. It's about 13 inches long. It probably weighs a pound and a half. And we believe it, but based on the shape of it, it looks kind of like a needle that you would probably thread cargo nets together with or something like that. That's the speculation behind it. Sure. It, it is phenomenal. Uh, I remember being a little boy, my dad showing it to me. He always kept it in his sock drawer. Now I keep ours in our safe deposit box or mine in, in the safe deposit box. And um, it's this one item. And I remember him just holding his hands out like this and showing it to me. And I got to hold it. And someday this is going to be yours. Well, when, when, well, after I die, it's like, Oh, well, dad, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want you to die. Right? But yeah. But this is really this cool. Is cool. And so I would, I would tell you from a, just from an heirloom standpoint, that's one of the most valuable things I own. Okay. Uh, I don't own anything of tremendous, like monetary value, including my house. I, I don't have a super expensive home. So, um, that's why I think it's probably something like that that's just got a lot of heritage to it. A lot of, a lot of memories to it. Many people have held it, touched it, used it, and it's going to get passed on to my son, mm -hmm. you know, someday. So that's cool. So oh, if, if you asked, go ahead, what are you going to say? Oh, go ahead. So what if you, if you asked Addie, 
my daughter, my 14-year-old daughter, what is the most valuable thing you own? What do, what do you think she'd say? I don't know. Maybe she'd say her phone or That's something That's what popped like into my that. head, like my, my, my cell phone, because they're expensive. I mean, it's a $1,000 cell phone. That's probably the most expensive thing that technically I own. You know, <laughs> it's mine for the yeah. most part because I, I pay for it. Right. But like it's on her person every day. Like she, it's her thing. Um, if you asked a hundred year old grandpa, grandpa, grandma, what's the most valuable thing that you own? What do you think they'd say? I don't know. Maybe a wedding ring or I think they would go on, on not the monetary value, but something that's just incredibly important to them. Yeah. The value is it, it, it changes. Yeah. Um, 86,400. Mm-hmm. When I say that you smiled, mm-hmm. what does it mean? It's how many seconds there are in a day. Yeah. So, you know, last week I went to a, a banquet and then two gentlemen talked and I, one, I never really even thought about how many seconds are in a day. I, I'm sure I heard the number before, but I never really like, didn't we talk about it on the podcast? I think we talked about, ago. maybe we did. Um, but the message was, do we like, do we value that? We're all, we're all equal. And then that category Everybody is equal. Yes. So you, I don't have your, I don't have your tusk. Right. You know, if I had a tusk too, that'd be cool. We'd be like, oh, we're equal. I have one too. Let me show you mine. But it, I, we don't. You know, you know, I don't have a, I have my wedding ring, but my wedding ring is rubber piece of, you know, you know, plastic basically, and you know, it has no really value. Like I just use it so if something happens to my finger, my finger doesn't get ripped off. But that ninety-year-old woman, the hundred-year-old woman, has the wedding ring that her husband gave her that was passed down from generation after right. generation. Yeah. There's value there. Um, you know, some people will say, oh, it's my house. You know, I, my, the most valuable thing I own is my house. Well, it's my car. My, my car is the most valuable thing that I own, or it's all this money in my safe. You know, that's, there's all my value right there. It's in one location. Yeah. When the message is we all have 86,400 seconds in a day and time in the grand scheme of things is one of the most valuable things in our world because everybody wants more of it Mm -hmm. um you can't go out and buy more time Mm -hmm. so it puts everybody in the same playing field that you know the crazy thing is we're equals in this category Mm -hmm. we have just as much time in the day every single day you don't have more than i do you don't have less than i do we have the same amount and there's one other thing we have to spend it yeah it it, like it it goes away you have to spend it exactly you know like (laughs) 86,400 seconds, every time we say something or look at each other, it clicks away. Mm-hmm. You know, So are you, obviously, we're doing something today right now, but there are people that are still laying in bed, sure. sound asleep because of the night before, of, of whatever, sure. whatever that looks like. So you know, the, the message is, in the grand scheme of things, in this one category, we're, we are all equals. The CEO that's a multi-billionaire or the homeless guy living on the streets 86,400 seconds in a day, we have that equal time. Yes. Now, the, you could go, you know, if you want to start dissecting the homeless guy versus the CEO, like decisions, things that have happened in their, their life. Um, but it truly opened my eyes of like, holy crap, that's, that is, that is a big deal. You know, are, are we really utilizing 86,400 seconds a day or are we, you know, dumping the water down the drain and going, ah, I'll just fill it up again later. Well, no, I mean, at, at one point 
you don't wake up anymore. Well, I was going to say, you know, the, the great concept with the 86,400 is, um, first of all, you, you can't get more, like you said. You can't bank them up. You can't save them. It, they're going to be spent. They have the, every day. It's kind of like having, you know, we're going to fill it up with, um, you have $86,400, but you have to spend $86,400 every single day. And tomorrow, if you're fortunate, you'll have it again in your, you know, you God, wouldn't that it. be fun to have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. That'd I got all this money. I just got to go out and blow money today. <laughs> and then, you know, the funny thing is though, like that happens there. Like there are people that are just dropping mad cash every day because. But, but think about the analogy there. Are you blowing it or are you using Investing it? it. Right. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, to assume. And I think I'm 50 now, so I'm at a different stage in my life. But when I was 15, death and, and finality of life, 86,400, whatever. Stop telling me about the old guy. Don't tell me about that. Mm-hmm. But now if I could be the old guy telling my young self, pay attention to that 86,400 or $400, 86,400 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> because it's really important. It's the most important thing. And, and I don't think there's anything more important than time. Be, I mean, what's more important than time? There's nothing. There's nothing more important. Because time captures everything. And, and you have no guarantee. This is the whole point. There is no guarantee that that deposit is filled tomorrow. Exactly. Uh, it's outside of our control. So what are you going to do with your 86.4? As you much know? as you possibly can. You need to attack it, and it, it like it, it. It looks different for everybody else. Um, Addie's fourteen years old, like she's fourteen. Like time has flown by. She's a woman. I mean, she's she's a lady right now. Like time's flying by. She's gonna graduate. She's gonna go to college. She's gonna do like we're gonna we're gonna be sitting here talking, and they're gonna be showing up tonight for dinner with her kids. You know, I mean, like that's inevitable. Like that's eventually going to happen. I can't pause time. I would love to. I would love to pause time and like I'm looking out the window, like my doorway right now and you can see I'm like all the pictures are there on the wall of every year of our life together as family. And you look like you look at, I'm getting kind of choked up, but just like little Laney and Hayden and Addie as like these little tiny miniatures. Like I would love to just say pause, like you're not getting any bigger. I'll just keep you at this age forever, but I can't pause time. Uh, Like you said, it will take away and it will, it will go away. 86,400 seconds in a day, there are people that attack it every day because they know I don't have, I don't have much time left. Now they get to a point in life where they're the 90 year old person. It's like, I could be dead tomorrow. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's just that it's just that quick. Now me or you know now, because we're 40 plus years old that we're halfway through our life where Addison has no clue. If I asked her today how many seconds are in a day, she, I don't know, Dad. Like <laughs> right. she doesn't care, right? You know, you ask her how many hours are in a day, she could probably tell you that because she's a smart girl. But she's, like they're not going to dissect it down and go, man. Like every second, second that ticks away, like right now, that second is gone. We we can't do anything in it because it's over. The 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 challenge will be the next second and the following second and tomorrow's seconds and everything leading past it. You know, do you truly attack every day? and get the most out of it. And like you were talking this morning, like, man, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like last week was a big week. This was, this week's a big week. I know for a fact you're attacking your day. Are there bits and pieces where you could add more to it? I'm sure there is, but they're also like, it comes, <laughs> it comes back to the conversation of f- filling your tank too. You, you can't, you can't go for 86,400 seconds. Go, 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 go. And then 
there's no brick because then it just resets and then you have another 86,400. Well, I think the word that comes to mind here is, and it's a four letter word is rest. Mm-hmm. We have to rest. Yeah. And, but and, that comes into that time frame. And I'm not just talking about sleeping. I'm talking about rejuvenating. I'm talking about living life. So, so when, you know, we were talking about 86, four and what can I do with that? And could I do more? Absolutely. I could do more. Um, but there's a part also that we have to pay attention to, which is I can only be as good as for others is that I can do for myself. So I have to fill my tank. I have yeah, to allow sure. myself to have, you know, w- what are the things that speak life into my life? Right. So that's the things that I love to do. It's the things that rejuvenate me. It's, it's going outside and throwing the Frisbee with the dog. Like it's a little bunch of these little things that that's, that's rest. Uh, and we, Everybody has to have that. And I think rest is probably the most undervalued leadership skill currently out there mm-hmm. because it is all about the hustle and the grind and uh, side hustles and all, all of this stuff. And I wouldn't fault anybody for doing it. Oh, no. I coach people through this. How, how can we make this happen? I've gone through it too. But I just also now have come to a spot in my life to understand the value of break, rest, pause and pace because pace is really huge. I can't sprint a marathon and we, we are in a marathon. Mm -hmm. And when I sprint it for too long, I'm going to crash and I'm going to need, you know, I'm just thinking about if it was literally running, right. I'm I'm crashing. I need medical attention. I need something. I need water. Uh, I'm overheated. That's not a good thing. So what we have to do is figure out how do we run a pace that makes sense and maybe it's not running. Sometimes we need to slow down. Sometimes pace means we actually need to stop. You look at you can apply that to anything in your whether that's your leadership at your business or your marriage or your relationship with your kids, whatever it is. Sometimes you need to slow down. Yeah, and stop. It, it's it's tough. You know, I'm thinking about my girls and like my life right now, and I've been tired this week. You know, I've gotten home um, six o'clock. And just felt tired. We eat dinner and then I, I sit on the couch and like I doze off like for 30 minutes. I'll just like, I'll just kind of just take a little cat nap for 30 minutes and I wake up feeling better. But there are times where we, I can't, yeah. you know, because I have to, like, you know, Daniel called me last night and said, Hey, I need you to run to Shellsburg to pick up Laney at this time because I have to be in Cedar Rapids at this time. I can't make it work. And it's like, one, I wasn't ready for that. And two, like, oh man, like there's no, there's no time to rest. You know, the stuff that I needed to do is now getting changed because like the, the word pause, you can't pause life and it'd be, it'd be really, really great to go. Okay. I'm pausing the next 30 minutes of life. Nothing's going to happen. I'm going to rest and be un, ready to go so I can unpause and attack the day. Well, that that's not the luxury that we have. You know, we're, we're wasting time in the grand scheme of things. I, I actually, yeah, I like that you said it that way. And I believe that's true because it isn't realistic to pause, but no, you and me and everybody else listening to this, whether you want to accept the truth of this or not, the fact is, is that you are in control of your schedule. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're absolutely right. No, <laughs> you know, and so, so when we get so busy and we're doing all these things, we're running here, we're running there and, and, you create something that it's, it's like you can't jump off, right? You have to get through that. But who started the spinning? Or, you know, I've seen like a merry, merry-go-round analogy. Mm-hmm. Somebody made it spin. Well, you did. Uh, your boss didn't. Your spouse didn't. 
if your student, the teacher didn't, your coach didn't, it's you. You chose to do these things. And so I, I just preach this all the time is you have to understand how much you actually are committing to. And we are in a culture of busy porn right now. Like that's the cool thing. How busy can you possibly be? It's so seductive. It's celebrated. We promote it. You know, if you're the busy person at work, you get promoted. Well, maybe that's not the best thing to do, but it is celebrated. We stand around water coolers. How busy was your weekend? Well, mine was busier and we try to one up each other. If your kids aren't in 17 things, you feel like, man, you're missing out. Like, that's not fair to my kids. I don't want them to miss out on stuff. And and I'm not trying to pass judgment on you or anybody else. I'm just saying I've been susceptible to this. And what we have to do is, is just understand we get to that point where it's like it's meltdown. It's pause time. And so then you spend a week or a weekend binging Netflix or something like that, you know, just because like, I, I just need a break and there's really nothing left. And again, none, none of those things are inherently bad until they cause distress in your life. And that's, that's when you got to pay attention to it. My girls do not get that. If they could go, 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 go for, you know, 86,400 seconds of the day, they would. Like sure. if, if, they they don't they don't understand because they're young and they you know they're naive whatever that everything that they get the ability to do is because we we get them to go to get them to those places sure you know like we have three girls that are in three completely different act- activities yeah. in three completely different locations after five o'clock and my wife is a saint she does the majority of the the run here run there because at the end of the day like I drive an hour to work and an hour home. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is drive another hour back <laughs> I know. to where I just came from. Yeah. And there's days that we have to because that's that, that's the, the life we live right now. But looking back, I think my girls will appreciate what we did for them and the, the amount of time that we ran and did this and did that. But, you know, there, there are times where I get home and I don't want them to leave. Right. You know, I've, I've been at work all day. It's been a long day. It's been a hard day. And then... As I'm pulling in the driveway, they're backing out of the driveway to go somewhere else. And they're all excited because they're going to go do their thing when I want them to be here so I can enjoy them and and they can enjoy me and we can have a thing together. That's tough. And as life continues to roll forward, it's not getting any easier. It's getting more difficult because they're finding new activities. They're finding, you know, different passions that they love that put them in different spots, um, different commitment levels. Like, I mean, think about Laney and gymnastics, you know, three nights a week for four plus hours and like a night. I may not see her, right. you know, like right. she literally comes home and as I'm in because I got to get up at, you know, five the next morning to go to work. Well, we pass, we just pass in the hallway and go, Hey bug. And that's it. Yeah. And if she continues to accelerate and dominate, it's only going to get it's worse. Get busier, right? Yeah. And, and yet the cool thing with it is, is, is the, the word that came to mind was seasons. Like we have seasons of this running, but in five years, those seasons for you look way different. For sure. And it looks different for them. So I, I guess the thing that, that I would say to this is be mindful. And you guys are great parents. You're like, I know that. And stay mindful of what do you celebrate? You know, yeah. is it, if we constantly reward and celebrate our accomplishments and our, 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 our productivity, but we don't ever celebrate 
quiet moments, special times? What are we teaching? Because that's the kind of stuff we learn and then we teach it on. Um, I'm guilty of it. I'm totally guilty of it. And you get on the other side of it and you're like, dang, I, I, I missed something there. And as, as all of us that are listening to this, we're, you know, I don't know what the ages necessarily are to the people listening to this, but the thing is, is you are, you're going to have these seasons and depending on what you, your experiences are, depending on what experiences you're creating, if you have a young family, you may be setting behaviors like lifestyles up, behavior styles up that they are going to persist. So constantly be mindful of what are you actually instilling in them? And this is where I'm going to come back and tell you guys, you guys are great parents. And, and I think you're doing so many right things. I mean, your girls are tremendous and they love you. Like when, when you do little things like this morning, when they came out of the, the basement, they were leaving for school, they left their rooms, right? what they do? They pop in here and they say something to you. You tell them you love them. Like they say it back. I mean, that's a, those little things right there. If you were more committed to spending this time with me and you ignored them going by, that's something that you're going to regret later in life. For sure. And they are too. So you're doing like those little things are so important. Um, they've got good role models. Yeah, I hope so. I, I you know, that the, the double-edged sword is, you know, we're, we're giving them the things that we didn't always have growing up too. So like, you know, we're doing this to ourselves, like knowing that I'm running here and I'm running there is because they want to do it and they love it. And like, because I love them, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for them. But I tell you what, on a weekend when there is nothing going on and we're all here together, like that is magical. Yeah. It's like, we don't have to be anywhere today. We can all sleep in if we want to. Well, sometimes they sleep in, sometimes they don't, right, you know, right. but man, like those are, those are the valuable days where, um, you know, people I've talked to that have kids that are, you know, gone now and doing their own lives. They, they always tell me, Oh, you're going to, you're going to miss it. You know, when it's, when it's not there anymore, you're going to miss it. I will miss the activities. I will miss seeing them do their thing, but what I won't miss is all the travel and all the, you know, the, the drive time and the window time, you know, to get them to those spots. Um, because it, 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 where we live, it, it does stink a little bit from the standpoint of like their activities. If you want to be competitive, you have to go to Cedar Rapids. You have to go to Iowa City. You have to go like we don't have it in the backyard yet. Sure. Um, so there's, there is a lot of time behind the wheel. Um, but man, like. Do you know those times in the, behind the wheel though? <laughs> Here's the funny thing about this. Is sometimes if you look back, what are the things that you remember? You think you're going to remember? It was these cool things that happened. But it, it might have been the little things around the cool thing sure. that you actually remember. And hopefully they're really good memories. Like we had that really great, we, we were silly that day singing that song out loud on the radio. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be that. Sure. It's, it's oh, really right. probably going to be that. Uh, I did want to share this guy with you. Do you remember the name Randy Pausch? No. P-A-U-S-C-H. Randy Pausch was an American educator. He got famous. He, he went viral before kind of viral was, was kind of a thing, actually. He was born in 1960, died July 25, 2008. The reason he's famous is he, you can look this up. He was, uh, again, he was a college educator, and he did his last talk. I think it's called something like the last talk or something like that because he's, he's terminally ill with cancer. Mm -hmm. And his message through the whole thing is do not wait 
for the diagnosis to start living your life. Sure. And it's profound. And you're seeing a guy who is, who is looking at end of life within four to six months who looks pretty healthy. He's vital, right? He, and he's got that spark and he's like life is beaming from him. But the point is, is don't wait until you know how little time you have left to start living. And, and I think it is just like, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes to it. I'll try and find it. Sure. It's fantastic motivation. And, and it's hard hitting like, because the inevitability for you and me and everyone listening to this is we're going to face it. We just don't know when. And so like live life, take that 86,400 and do something today. That's going to like, try to make a, a memory. How do you create lasting memories on each day? Who are you going to impact? Who are you going to invest in? What What's the small thing that you're going to do today that's going to put joy or put a little sparkle in somebody else's eye? Because that's, that's what it is. That's good. All right. Well, I'm Matt. I'm Jim. We'll see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.